0: To have a woman surrender fully whilst being in her power is the sweetest thing you can possibly imagine.
1: So today I'm doing something really, really unusual (laughs) because I am choosing to interview my own partner, my beloved. So this is Shahid here. Thank you for joining me.
0: Thank you for joining us. (laughs) Thank you for wanting to interview me. It is unusual. (laughs) I'm
1: I'm quite uh, excited. (laughs) The reason that I really, really wanted to interview you is because... Uh, you have impressed me so much and um, and so I'm kind of interviewing you almost like from a meta level rather than from a personal level um, because before I met you you know I've had 20 years of learning Tantra and so I've become very empowered and, and in my sexuality and empowered in my life and when when uh when you do that as a woman um, there's there's not only a fear of intimidating men, but certainly there are men that are intimidated. <clears throat> and over the years, I found, um, although I felt more and more comfortable in my own body and in my own life, that men get intimidated, that men want to feel powerful, and so they would prefer a kind of more disempowered, you know, kind of needy woman who they can feel powerful with. You know, that's the, that's an impression that I get. Mm-hmm. So I've struggled a little to... Um, you know, to, to find how to be with men and still be in my power. And I really was calling it in when I met you and, um, you just did it so magnificently. So I feel that you have, (laughs) that you have wisdom to share. I feel that you have something to share for, for the brothers, for other men, because you know, many people in the world of Tantra, um, in the New Age world, they're saying all oh, the women are doing all the work and women are becoming goddesses and women are stepping forward in their power and yeah. men are just getting attacked for being toxic masculine and, you know, the patriarchy and whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, what's a man to do? So that's why I want to interview you to oh. find out your secrets. <laughs> oh, wow,
0: sweet. So sweet. Well, I hope I can share some. And, and thank you for, for allowing me to share my story in getting together with you, because it was a special journey, for sure.
1: <laughs> so let's backtrack a little to when... Mm. Um, Four years ago. Yeah, when you yeah. first saw me. You mm. saw me first in a professional capacity, right? Mm.
0: Mm. Yeah, actually, um, I, I met you, of course, in where we are right now in Amsterdam. And I met you as a teacher. I was actually introduced to you by a, a, a mutual friend. And uh, she said, "Oh, you have to come to this workshop because it's uh, she's amazing." And so I did, and it was amazing. And um, I was there with a with a friend, and uh, we did your workshop. And during the lunch break, we we were introduced to each other, and we chatted. And and I was, uh, you know, I was impressed mm-hmm. by you, mm-hmm. by your presence, your radiance, and your your um, yeah, your your beauty, of course, but, but much more your loving presence, I would say, mm. and it really touched me. And you were very open and engaging, and and uh, she basically invited me to come visit her where she was living at the time in Thailand.
1: I just want to, for the record, point out here that um, this was not romantic at this point. No, no, no. I no. don't cross that line with anyone who shows up at my workshops with the students or participants. Um no, but we had, we, had we, to... we met just as friends in the yeah. break. And he yeah, said, exactly. uh, you told me you were a garden designer. And I said, yeah. oh, you could come to Thailand and work on, on the garden at the retreat center that I'm renting. And uh, and and in fact, he did come out. Yeah,
0: eventually. I, I didn't quite jump into that because I thought, okay, yeah, of course, you know, we're in Holland and you're in Thailand. <clears throat> and it's all very sweet. And in the moment, then I thought, oh, well, let's see where this goes. And I think after that, I started following her on Facebook. Um because I was touched by you know her presence especially and so I thought okay that's an interesting woman to keep uh, to keep track of and 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 also your teachings so and then as time progressed I um, I came to a point where I thought okay I might as well I had time off in, in during the winter and so I thought I might as well go to Thailand and, and go do this retreat where she's also teaching and and multiple other teachers, and then get a get a nice download of what uh, of a broad spectrum of tantra, and uh, so I we was were already... actually
1: then we got to be participants together. So that's how we got to meet intimately, because you yeah. know otherwise, if I'm just his teacher, that wouldn't happen. But we were um, in classes by Booster, especially Booster and Rachel, who teach embodied intimacy. And we got to participate together, but I want to go a bit deeper in, in the story, not from the external, but into the inner journey that you went through. Because each story will be different for all men who are similar to this, but it's, it's, you know, like, so you, you saw me as a teacher, you saw me all over Facebook. You saw that, you know, you followed me, you saw that I'm a teacher, you you read my book, you, you know, so how did you, how did you move yourself? From feeling, you know, just like a, a follower, into meeting me, you know, as well, a guess, man. How I did guess, you? How did you go through that inner journey? Like, what were your fears? That I was drawn. Came up?
0: I was drawn to your, um, your well, let's say, your online presence and and the things you share and and your profound wisdom and and your your beauty and yeah. your charm and <laughs> and then when I met I met her again in Thailand, of course, and it was. It was meant to be that I walked up to the retreat center, and the first to greet me, of course, was Sashi. And then she remembered who I was and everything. So that was a sweet uh, entry. And uh, and I, I just... I had no agenda. I just wanted to experience Tantra in this beautiful tropical setting and, and meet other people and, and have a, a wonderful time. And I basically was a bit on the sideline watching things unfold and and i went to a couple of your workshops and and i just saw how how loving and how present you are and that you have you your i I think i fell in love with your radiant your radiance your presence your and and your Mm kind-heartedness
1: And what about you? I'm still digging deeper. Into and of you. course, I was. I was.
0: <laughs> I was. You just talked about how men are intimidated by powerful women. Of course, I was intimidated. You know, I, for all I knew, you were in a relationship with at least one man. Ah,
1: oh, yeah. Th- because you th- uh, there were photos, that I was...
0: photos on Facebook of you <laughs> with Eugene, another teacher, and so I didn't know. I didn't know her. I, so I didn't know where she was at uh, privately, and and but I was just captivated by her light by your light mm. and and I remember one at one point we were we were sitting on the beach with a group and you were playing uh, lovely kirtan and I was just mesmerized and I thought god this is this is such um, a loving beautiful radiant presence and and I just I just fell in love I, and and it wasn't it wasn't like, okay, she has to be my partner, because I didn't know whether that was possible. But mm-hmm. I fell in love before mm-hmm. that, before that even wanting to be your man or whatever. And that unfolded afterwards when I discovered that she was single, and so was I. <laughs> and and then we, we, we sort of connected first in a workshop where I, I expressed vulnerably how I was very drawn to her, but I was also... You know quite terrified of her power and her presence and you know her wisdom uh, because that is to to men to to be with a powerful woman is quite quite something it is intimidating because it actually calls out everything that you have to bring to the table which is challenging and, and uh, which requires you know some courage and and, and uh, the ability to show up so I was hugely challenged by that and then. Um, you know, as we both find out we were single, we were slowly moving closer together.
1: Can I just highlight that moment? Yeah. Because that was a really key moment for mm. me. We, As I said, we were both participants. Otherwise, we never would have had this opportunity. Um, and in the workshop, there was a sharing circle. We were sitting next to each other. And we yeah. had moved around the room and connected with different people. So we had eye-gazed and connected. Yeah. And uh, And you shared then... I'm a, I'm attracted. The person I'm most afraid of. i sitting next to her, and and uh, you you shared. I'm attracted, and I'm intimidated by this woman. And I think that was the shift point for me because you were so vulnerable. You were, but you didn't give away your power. You didn't collapse into your vulnerability like, oh, what an intimidating woman. But you owned it. Like you you held space for it, and you were like, wow, I'm I'm. I'm, I'm intimidated by this woman and deeply drawn to her at the same time and that made me feel very vulnerable mm. actually I, I said something a bit like oh maybe you fancy me I said something a little bit cocky perhaps and um, but then the facilitator asked me how I felt and I realized I was very touched and I felt very vulnerable and he the facilitator then put us into the next practice together he said you two go and do the next meditation together mm. Which was this belly to belly. So we then, uh, it's so beautiful because Tantra is my is my job and my life, and it's very beautiful that it was actually a Tantra workshop someone else was guiding that that facilitated us coming together. I'm very grateful for the tools. We didn't meet in a bar, we met belly no, no, to belly, breathing no, no. and eye we gazing. Met on a deep level. <laughs> you
0: know? And, and we, we, we went in deeper from that point, really. And that's when my heart really opened and was touched and 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 um, of course there was still parts of me that were really scared and wasn't sure whether i was good enough and and all that all these stories that can go on inside when you when you start opening up to somebody and i was just a you know a tantra student and, and a landscape designer and who was i i was pretty new to that world. I mean, I had been practicing tantra for a decade, but on a on a on a different level, and and um, most of the time in Holland. So this whole tribe that I landed in was new to me. So I was pretty much an outsider, and and so I thought, God, who am I to to even think that I can be with this?
1: And awful, I think that's what everyone else woman. was thinking too. Like, who who on earth is this man? He just yeah. like appeared from from nowhere, and he's claiming yeah. our queen. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And and that's what I did because I and and then I thought, well, fuck, I've got nothing to lose. I've got nothing to lose. All I can lose is my face, and 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 you know, I can be I can be rejected, which of course can be quite painful. But I thought, well, if I never, if I don't take this step. uh Towards this woman that I totally adore, and and step into this adventure, and and then I'll never know, and uh, I will have missed out, and I'll probably regret that for the rest of my life. So I thought, okay, <laughs> I love you, <laughs> and so I, I I I proclaimed my love in public, even <laughs> in a in another workshop, and I got down on my knees and. Uh, <laughs> And I said, "I love you to pieces, and uh, I'm your, I want to be your man."
1: At which point, I screamed and he fainted. <laughs> oh, yes. I was so overwhelmed. Like for, for me, I'd been, I'd actually been solo and celibate for nine months because I was going through a process of feeling like I wanted to break patterns of, of just kind of floating around from lover to lover. I really want to call in a special relationship. I'd done a lot of inner work, but I also felt like almost like a virgin. I felt very. Um, Precious and and kind of like I haven't let anyone in for a long time and suddenly here's this man just coming from nowhere and Declaring in front of all of my friends colleagues tribe, you know, declaring that mm. you love me and it was a bit a bit much too fast.
0: Yeah I noticed.
1: <laughs> so I was like <laughs> luckily Buster came Buster was really our great facilitator. Yeah, he was, he, he was. came over and and helped me breathe through it and and see what the process was and you know, it's it's interesting how something that we're longing for can also be overwhelming when it finally comes. Mm. You know, nine months of being celibate and alone and, and longing to be met and then suddenly you show up and you're like, I love you. And, and in many ways I've been praying for it and, and in other ways it was like, well, hang on, like slow down a minute, you know. But lucky you could see that I needed um, that. But let's just, like, can we yeah, just break and, that down? And, like, how and, did you, yeah, how are you so just, bold?
0: I was just going to say, because... You went through this process of celibacy and everything, and, and and really coming to a point where you were ready to call in a, a, a different kind of relationship. And I'd been on a, a similar kind of journey, really. I I broke up with uh, with my uh, with my partner in the beginning of 2016. We met, we got together in December 16. And 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 it it was my second long-term relationship that ended, and it was painful, of course, and and, uh, and I was I was really done with uh, one-on-one. I thought this is not for me. It's not working. It 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 hasn't worked out again, and I ended up uh, feeling quite miserable and unhappy in that relationship. Uh, so I decided that uh, I I didn't want one partner. I wanted multiple partners because then I could, you know, be more free and and I thought that was the road to happiness. And so I had uh, during the six seven months after breaking up, I had uh, multiple um, lovers, and and that was wonderful in a way. You know, like I had quite a lot of intimacy and and uh, but in the end what i missed was depth you know i wanted to go in deep i wanted to really meet the woman at a soul level hmm. and that was not possible in a polyamorous setup because there wasn't time there wasn't the commitment there wasn't the responsibility i guess to to really be there for somebody um so I I said goodbye to that. I ended those uh connections. And I thought okay, I'm done with with women, I'm done with relationships unless I meet the one. And that's it was quite a romantic uh, concept. You know, the one but it but it was that. It was that. I, I I don't know any other words for it, but I decided it, it, the the woman that I want to be with is is going to be the one woman that's special, that really, you know, really opens my heart and um, that I can fully commit to. I was ready to really fully commit, to really choose a woman, fully, because I, 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 had, I had found out again through this polyamorous uh, uh, time that, that uh, women really want to be chosen. Because one of the difficulties that that evolved in that polyamorous setup is that all these three women uh, wanted to have more time with me, wanted to go deeper with me. And I was the one who was uh, afraid to commit, and I was the one that, yeah, I wanted to go in deep sexually and, and of course, intimately and emotionally uh, as long as we were together. But there there wasn't... uh, like I said, there wasn't the commitment that, that is needed to really go in deep together. I didn't want to go there because I was afraid to get heartbroken again. <clears throat> and, and I found out that what I really want is that depth. Uh, and not just amazing sex, but I also want depth and, and heart connection.
1: How did you know so fast, though? Like, it was day two or something that we were even just kissing, and you said, I'm your man. And you're my woman. I'm your Shiva. You're my you can chef. be. You can
0: be my last woman. I said.
1: That's so how? What made you so bold?
0: I, don't know. I, don't know. I just. <laughs> I, well, you know, I was. I I heard myself say that. Like, <laughs> you can be my last woman. I can be your last man. And I was. It was like. Part of me was like, a witness to, me saying that.
1: <laughs> I
0: was like, oh wow. This is uh, this is big, but I <laughs> it really came from my heart, and I just so. I did. I, I think there was a lot of love for her, uh, but also a, 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 a deep longing for such a, uh, a commitment, for such a relationship that that is founded on, <clears throat> on that commitment and on that choosing each other fully, and of course. The moment I said it, <clears throat> it still had to happen. Um, but it was—I I, think—I was expressing uh, my longing and my mm-hmm. desire for such a uh, relationship, and in you, I found a woman that uh, can embody that, and that, that knows what I'm talking about, <laughs> and that is maybe somewhere intuitively because we hadn't even talked about it. Yeah. I kind of knew that that's what she wanted, and, I mean, and in a way, I I I I had learned over the years that that is what women really want. So I wasn't playing tricks. I wasn't like putting up a show just to to get a bet with her. But I was really expressing my heart's desire, knowing that deep down, this is something that a woman wants and needs and longs for.
1: I think it so resonated with me because in my nine months that I had been alone, I felt I would that's what I was getting in touch with, my own longing and my own yeah. desire. And I, I've spent many years learning how to be independent and self-sufficient and hold space for myself. And all of those things are wonderful. Now I feel like gifts to bring to relationship. Like I, I don't need you to hold space for me, but I love it when yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't bring a neediness as I did maybe 20 years ago before I did all this work. I I can take care of myself but then the next level is even though I can I still I still have this this great joy joy isn't even the right word like this ecstasy of surrendering to being held to being chosen to being held and I found you so rock solid. And of course, I didn't just say, okay, yes, I mean, I took three months no, of yeah, testing exactly. and feeling yeah. and, you know, took three months and there was a day that I <sighs> fully surrendered, which was a full moon in Libra while oh. we were in Bali. Boom. <laughs> that was a clear turning point for me when after, so there must have been three or four months we have been you'd been yeah, wooing that, that me that was april and, was april 6, and something i loved about let's talk about that 3 4 months so it wasn't just like a romantic moment where you said i'll be your man and and then i went okay and it will happily ever after no you, you
0: were you were really like you, you, scared almost yeah, when, I, when i expressed it
1: yeah yeah it was overwhelming but also i wanted To to, I guess maybe even unconsciously I needed to test it because there are men who Mm. go, oh, all women want to be chosen. Exactly. And they use it as a trick and manipulation. And I've (laughs) met those men. I've met some great pickup artists who've learned all the tricks. Exactly. And I I, I just felt like, okay, I have so much to give. I don't want to waste my time anymore with guys playing tricks and Mm. who aren't Mm. really fully ready to show up and meet me. I wanted to be deeply met. Mm. I wanted to give all the love that I have. I wanted to give all the sexuality, all the love, all the all the all the beauty that i've created in my life i wanted to share it with someone fully so i i didn't want to again find myself with a man who was saying he could show up but 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 didn't really mean it and still wanted to have six lovers or whatever or wanted to float around or even i've been with men who've been like monogamous or committed with me but but aren't showing up Mm. and i i wanted i wanted that so those three months for me were you continuously showing up. Like even when you weren't in the same country as me, you went off to the Amazon and did your journeys there with the shamans, you were still showing up for me from across a distance. And, um, and so, you know, it, that, that's what helped me finally choose to surrender my heart to you. And since that day, I, my heart has been surrendered to you. Mm. So it really was... Um, and process
0: and for me also because of course like I said um, when I express my desire to be your man and to possibly be your last man and for you to be my last woman um, that still had to you know come into being and and still had to be had to be worked upon and and so for me those three months were also a process of, of and especially my journey in the Amazon with uh, with uh, with the medicine uh, it was a very profound time because i could really ask the right questions go in deep and and i saw you i saw you and i saw you as my woman and so you know mother really helped me to to be steadfast and, and to be solid and to to know that the choice that I was making for you was the right choice. And, mm. and it doesn't mean there weren't any challenges or there weren't any doubts. There were, of course, you know, I'm, all, I'm also human, but it, it's... it's, it's um,
1: <laughs> and I'm plus we yeah, live deep, in very different countries, right? Like this was yeah. the thing, like in our logical minds, he has four kids, a farm, a business, all back in the Netherlands. Mm. I live in Thailand and Bali and have a very different life. So in our logical minds, it's like, no, this this, this isn't going to work. This isn't uh, a good combination. But our hearts were really... Our hearts knew long before our minds knew. And our bodies also, of course. Yeah, of course. One of the first things that I often say to people, um, oh, even yeah. though it sounds very superficial, is um, our first date was... Uh, going to a concert of Fia, Fia Forstrom, she was singing. We hadn't been lovers. I don't think we, we hadn't even kissed at that point. But it was happening in this event that was going on. And you, you, I don't know, I think you invited me to go together with you. So you were already kind of claiming me on some level. And I remember you leaned against a pillar and you had your knees up and, and you pulled me in between your legs and you had your arms, pff, your hands were like grabbing me. And I just felt like, wow, I felt so claimed physically. And I felt like, oh, I can totally surrender here. I can totally melt here. And there were all these other guys coming up, floating around, massaging my feet and, you know, trying to connect. And you were kind of like, yeah, well, you can have her feet, but she's mine. Exactly. I I felt that energetically. I felt that, like, strong. So for me, as a woman, it was your, your, your determination, your... Without being pushy, you're not like you're my bitch. You you're like, you were. You gave me all the space I needed to Mm. feel where I was with it. You didn't push me, but you were clear. You were like, I'm your man. You're my woman. And then physically, you're like, I've got Uh, you. One
0: thing I (laughs) I I recall now is that, you know, I met this powerful, amazing woman that was radiant and shining, and and one of the first things I said to you after you know, claiming expressing my desire to be with you is that I will never dull your shine you know and that that uh, that was such an important mm. insight for me because um, I love this woman because she is powerful and radiant and, and beautiful and she's got so much to offer for so many people and of course I, I want to be at, at at the at the root of that and I want to I want to you know be nourished by that and i am in in to a big extent but i also want her to be to be that flower of light you know for everybody else and and there's no way i i can i can i i, I want to diminish that because it's supposed to be mine you know it's it's so it's it's what i've learned in relationship that it's so important to be in your own sovereignty mm. to to have your own stuff going on privately and work and everything and to be in your power because that's where you first meet that's what what you have to offer to each other so i i really wanted her to to feel safe with her power and her presence her radiance her love and 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 not Wanted to m- diminish that by 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 an ounce, nothing, you know. Just <laughs> I want you to be fully you because that's what I love, and it's and I uh, and I so love this creature. And we've gone deeper and deeper <laughs> ever since. And Corona, you know, just happening, and, and uh, has been a really profound time for us. We've had so much time together, mm. and uh, and even bringing our lives more together than we had already done and and i'm so grateful that i i found the courage and and to to really follow my heart and and to to claim you as my woman and <laughs> to find a way to to build life in such a way that we can be together you know pretty much uh, as, as as much as we want to or yeah. can be. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing. So, I think for me, this grateful. was such a
1: key thing that you said, and you said it many times, I'll never dull your shine, I'll yeah. never dull your shine. And I felt like, mm. wow, what a combination. Like, this man is fully claiming me, but he's not possessing me. Because I remember, after my first long relationship, nine years, I remember feeling like I had lost myself mm. very much. And I, and I went to the shaking ashram in Bali where I was shaking to get clear all the old ties and i remember one time i was shaking i was like no man will ever possess me i was really like shaking off chains and feeling like i would lost myself and i needed my shakti to rise and i felt so good to to let my energy come back and to be full on again but that came with being single that came with walking out of a relationship and so i kind of had this idea either you're in a relationship and you have to be small and and just surrender and be claimed or you're this kind of sovereign woman and you're fully alive and i so wanted and i reached this point where i so wanted both i so wanted to be full power shakti full full on me you know and i wanted to be claimed and and held and Mm -hmm. it seems like paradoxical even in my own head i was thinking how will that look like how can i (laughs) Um, but i kept meditating on it and trying to feel Mm -hmm. how it would feel and so then when i met you it, both of those things were there like this these strong hands like the way you grab my bum can squeeze <laughs> my bum i could feel like this man gonna hold my shakti he can handle all my sexual energy oh, wow <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time you want me to be me you want me to be big yeah. and it's, it's so like the, the 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 combination of 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 the this kind of paradox really mm. was fully fully there and you know, my mind at times to think, well, how can this garden designer from like some city in the Netherlands I've never even heard of just appear <laughs> and be the man that's, you know, yeah. can do all of these things. I was kinda of thinking, Oh, it's gotta be some guy who's done years or like some tantra teacher, you know, or you know <laughs> not not a guy who's raised four kids and got a farm and a business and you know, yet yet you you totally, you know, you just totally stepped out of nowhere into my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think there's there, there's there's the the beauty the beauty of being with a powerful woman is that she can stand on her own. I don't need to take care of her, you know, and she can take care of herself. And when a woman like that can surrender to to a man, to me, when this woman can surrender to me, this is like the biggest gift ever because <laughs> she re- she surrenders because she wants to. No, because she has to you know there's so many relationships where women surrender because they're, they're they don't have the power they don't have the sovereignty, so they surrender but it's 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 not the kind of surrender that men really long for I think you know to have a woman surrender fully whilst being in her power is the, the sweetest thing you can possibly imagine, and as a man to to hold that and to make love to that and to <laughs> to cherish that and to take care of that is is the biggest gift. That's purpose. You know, that's my purpose. And I think that's the purpose of a lot of men that really have reverence for women. That they want the women to be in their full power and their full expression, and be able to hold them and love them and take care of them and. Fix them, even though they don't want to. <laughs> we want to fix. We want to be there, and it's so beautiful that when these two things can can come together.
1: He is. I'm um, look. You brought me to oh, tears. Oh, I love you. And you are such a hero. His name in Dutch means of heroes, and I'm always saying he's my Helden van Helden, my hero of heroes. Oh God, I love you. I love. I love that uh, you mm-hmm. want to make things better in my life. Of course. And Like you know building me a bed that I need or, you know, whatever it is, you're, you're doing it. And, and I love that so much. And I've often, I, those early days, I thought, how can this man be so powerful? Um, how do, how does the power feel so comfortable between us? There's no power fight at all. And I thought, well, you know, you've really earned your own power. You have, Mm -hmm. you have raised a family that's, you know, you have, uh, and built a business and you're solid in yourself. It's a completely different world than mine. Mm. It's uh, you know, which actually I think makes it better. Many times I've dated other tantra teachers, and there's often a bit of a power struggle, mm. you yeah. know. And especially when I dated men who I've been teaching for so long, so usually the men were newer than me, and so there's always a bit of a power struggle, and you know that 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 really distorts a relationship. But with you, you're just like absolutely unshakable in your own sense of worth and. And, and power because mm. you've taken responsibility for your life and created a beautiful life around you mm. and I think that is something I could really rest in like oh he he's a powerful man in a completely different way mm. completely yeah. different way you've built your own power yeah. and and I've built my power and so there's no power struggle between us just love
0: it's true <laughs> and and love real love is is based on on, 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 on the values of you know, taking responsibility, showing up uh, fully committed, uh, being dedicated to truth, and being able to, uh, how do you say that, uh, I'm kind of look, looking for the word, being able to, um, uh, like, uh, how do you say that, God, I'm lost for the word now, <laughs> it's a little silly here, Um being able not, I'll just try to describe it, being able not to have everything in the now, in the moment, but be able to, to um, be at peace with, uh, not procrastination, but being at peace with uh, getting your needs met um, in due time. I, what's that called?
1: I don't. I, don't, I don't. it not I mean, it's, <laughs> like, it's like you know. It's like you don't want to. Ejac- oh, in the long term, it, you're in the long term. Yeah, like you don't want to ejaculate. You, you don't want to
0: ejaculate, so you 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 contain your your ejaculate. You contain yeah. your energy, and you move your energy through your body. You know, of course, because you you do want to um, enjoy the energy flow, but you're
1: uh, you're investing in the long term.
0: Yeah, but I can't come to the word. It's really silly. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I think you get it. It's 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 very much about that. And I'd cultivated those values uh, through trial and error, obviously, in the relationships I had before I met this amazing woman. And I had come to the uh, the insight that that is what is what I need, and that is what is needed in in a love relationship. That is that is sustainable, and, and goes deep, and, and uh, creates more love by bringing two lovers together. and That's what we're doing, and I'm, a, it, I'm so grateful for your love, and, and our connection, and, and the things we've been, been journeying through together, and co-creating, and <laughs> just the most amazing life.
1: Thank you. <laughs> So what's our takeaway for people? I, um, I think, I, I mean, I hope that listening to this, we wanted to create this because we wanted it to be helpful to others or inspiring to others who might be looking for something similar. Um, and I think, I think if I want to offer something, it's, uh, I don't think that relationships are very healthy when there's power dynamics going on. I think it's much better that you're both strong in internal power and sovereignty as we say, like you've found your way in your own life so you're comfortable with yourself and you've got your own thing going, you've found out what your own purpose is. So you've built your sovereignty and from there, you surrender, not necessarily even to each other, but to love together. You both are surrendering into love. Um, And I loved your line, you surrender because you want to, not because you have to. Exactly. And I love that. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And
0: I love how we're both committed to love. Yeah. Whenever we get triggered, because that happens, of course, uh, in relationships, uh, triggered or challenged by situations or by, you know, uh, we are always able, one of us is always able to express, let's return, I want to return to love and ask the other if they, they want that too, and it's so helpful. Even if you can say it in a charged way, but it still <laughs> touches upon the deep core of love. And i just remembered that it's called delaying gratification. <laughs> <laughs> it just popped in my head. So it's, it, that's a very important aspect of mm. showing up in a
1: relationship. Yeah, it's true, because I think we've become so consumeristic in our society, <laughs> And we've both <clears throat> been quite deep in the polyamorous world um, as yeah. well. And and I notice in myself when I'm more consumer of like just having whatever I want now, that's I reached a point where I felt like there's something really missing here. And investing in a love relationship like this, it it, it is it is an investment. It's it's like through everything. I know I know that the ah oh, the the rewards of of having a safe place for your heart to belong yeah. in this world is unbelievable, mm-hmm. and and so that that desire, that knowing that we're making a safe place for each other's hearts, that carries us through everything. Yeah,
0: that's the whole point of this human experience. I think it <laughs> is, and and uh, that doesn't mean that there's you know we're going to be together until we're a hundred or uh, you know we do intend to. But there's no no guarantees, of course but but just living in this commitment and living in truth is is going to carry us through a lot of uh, hurdles and a lot of trials and tribulations that other couples um, find so challenging that they break up mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure that if we ever separate, we'll do in a conscious way mm-hmm. and and uh, we've have this agreement or commitment to love, but also to honor each other if love is not. If our relationship is not serving love anymore, to yeah, honor think. that too, and to, <clears throat> no matter how painful that might be, but to really, you know, honor that and and to set each other free, and and to uh, stay loving as friends.
1: We have an agreement that if we were to feel like our paths were going in different directions, mm-hmm. that we would take at least one month of of like helping each other to unwind piece by piece and making sure we're back on like caring for each other to to go into those separate paths rather than any kind of sudden ending. We also have an agreement between us that we'll never like break up while we're charged. Like, that's it, I've had enough, it's finished. We can can be charged and we go, that's it, I've had enough, I'm going out for 10 minutes, but we won't break up from a charged place. So I think those agreements and other agreements we have make my heart feel very safe. And, and, uh, and that's the main thing, right? Yeah, Safety. that's our commitment to each other yeah, is to make each other's a, heart feel safe. Having solid
0: relationship agreements on boundaries, on, on agreements, you know, about the stuff that we just mentioned. And it's so important. So thank you. It, it was uh, amazing to share this with you. and It's, 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 uh, it's a little odd, but it's, uh, it's good. It I can see you in your role as Shashi Saluna. <laughs> The tantra teacher. And <laughs> I love you
1: for it. Thank you. <laughs> I said at breakfast this morning, I want to interview you. That's a bit odd. Yes, but I feel that we have a lot to share. So thank you. you. Thank you. Mm. I love then, you. I hope that's been help- interesting, and helpful. Interesting. Thank you for
0: listening and being <laughs> here. And I hope this uh, this benefits you in some way. And uh, I'm sure if you have any questions, uh, there is a there's a way to uh, come across and, 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 and let us know. Mm-hmm. And we'll be happy to uh, get back to you. Thank you. Mm-hmm.